Hello and welcome to another Raw Sport interview um, on on uh, on, our, on our YouTube and Spotify as well. So I am your Raw twelve fifty one AM head of sport, Josh Sim, and uh, yeah, we've got another interview. Um, last week we talked to uh, Ladies Hockey's vice president, Lara, um, and then beforehand, beforehand we talked to um, another a Warwick uh, alumni who's working at UEFA. So, that's, so we've had a mix of people on. And it's been cool to kind of talk to you know yeah different people uh connected with warwick um about about how everything's going on in terms of the world of sport and uh yeah we we, we followed that up today with got two guests from the warwick wolves to talk to today uh the university's uh, american football team um to talk about yeah how society's going their thoughts on the nfl season and also some fun stuff uh as you may have seen from last week so yeah a couple of things Housekeeping things, as always, our social media stuff's in the video description, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, some things to plug, obviously, uh, we have on Saturday the Quarren Stream, which is sort of our predominant uh, two-hour football show. Um, obviously, internationals week, so there's not a whole lot of club football. We'll do a way too early Premier League award season kind of thing, um, signing of the season. Um, best meme of the season so far kind of stuff like that um and also yeah we at raw sport are looking for a deputy so we're looking for someone else to join the team help myself um whether it's on air preparation whether it's doing these kind of interviews whether it's uh running our social media it'd be great to have someone else join us so yeah we're looking for a deputy uh, applications are open till next friday not this friday next friday so um get them in and um yeah good luck if you if you go for them so with that let's bring on we'll bring on two of my guests now we have we have done some stuff at warwick wolves fairly recently like a few months ago we obviously have the raw uh warwick wolves nfl fantasy league and we had uh, a couple of the guys on to do to kind of go through the draft when it happened so let's bring on someone who was who was there with us um we've got alex james with us Hello. Yeah, I'm Alex. I'm a uh, third year history and politics student. And uh, yeah, very, very glad to be back. Yeah, it's great to have you on. Uh, like we had you last time. And um, and this time, um, we've also got uh, the Society's President, Reese. Let me just bring him on. There we go. Hi. Hi yeah. Uh, I'm Reese. I'm the president of the Warwick Wolves. I'm a third year physics student. It's great to have you both on. How has the, how's the year gone? I guess, uh, Alex, how, how's your year been just in general, I guess? Um, well, it was actually really, it was like a nice change of pace to get back to uh, football, which we got back to in about uh, like late September. We managed to have a pre-season training camp. Um, not as we usually do, but it was nice to just do some sort of sporting activity again with like uh, with like all of the guys and see them. So, um, yeah, it's not going too bad, too badly, I guess. Yeah, Reese, how's how's the year been? Busy, just 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 been busy. Um, a lot to do with regard to with regard to trying to keep the wolves afloat at this point and getting my and getting my calls done somewhere in between that as well. But I've been enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I kind of like starting these interviews with like sports societies. Like the first question I normally have is, you know, how did you guys kind of come across the Warwick Wolves was it 
something because obviously you know american football is not um you know widely popular sport at school and all that stuff so was this something that you guys found out was it a sport that you'd followed on your own before uni was it something that when you got to the sports fair and saw whatever um stand there was that caught your eye um uh, yeah i'm happy to start with alex how did you was was joining the warwick wolves always something that was planned to happen or did it just kind of happen at uni so I have an older brother who's 10 years older than me and he played for the Cardiff Cobras, which is the Cardiff University team. Um, so I had kind of watched uh, like the NFL and like college football games with him. Um, also, a big thing for me was the fact that um, uh, the American football team didn't trial or anything. So it was quite easy to like get into and uh, it was very good for like beginners as well. So, yeah, it was something that definitely appealed to me. Yeah, and Reese, uh, how did you kind of come across the Warwick Wolves? Well, so slightly different. Um, I was out of con playing contact sports for a little bit due to an injury, and the time that I got cleared back to come back to contact sports was when I first joined. And I said to myself, I was like, right, I'm going to really throw myself out there and try something completely new. Um, I came across the Warwick Wolves and went to a few taste sessions. Really enjoyed it, and like AJ said, um, they didn't trial, which was which was nice. It was like a less pressure environment than normal. And I just sort of really liked the sport, fell in love with it. And here I am now. So it's gone well. Yeah. And you guys have obviously, I mean, it's, I mean, as an out, as someone kind of looking at it, amazing kind of looking at how the sport's kind of grown in popularity, it, it, it has. I mean, you look at the kind of Super Bowl event that, yes, you kind of did well. Maybe not this year. We'll see how COVID goes. But obviously in the past, they've done a lot of the stuff about it. Do you feel like the interest in the sport? like is it do you feel like it's growing do you feel like people kind of get more into it what what do you guys think um yeah I, I believe it's the uh, fastest growing sport in the uk at the moment um a lot, a lot more people seem to know to know what it is i mean um bbc have started to report on it in a weekly on a weekly basis now and never used to they used to leave it to like bigger games and like actual headlines where like record-breaking things would happen but i'm starting to notice more things on the bbc sport now where they're reporting on it and then keeping keeping the uk on in touch with it as well and yeah it's good to see because it's just a really good sport yeah and um i guess you know talking i mean when you i guess when you guys have have newcomers coming in and we'll talk a bit about how how uh what you guys have done for freshers in this kind of weird time but like does it mean that you're seeing more people who i guess uh i, I don't want to say ready-made but like they already know everything that there is to work wars or do you still get that kind of mix of people that uh, new newcomers as well alex uh we certainly had like a mixture of uh of of people who yeah know the know the game previously have like have like a team that they support uh but likewise you also get people who have never played before just come along to a taste session and just enjoy playing football i guess yeah yeah so um we'll talk about the side a bit but obviously i mean you guys uh i'm, I'm assuming very kind of keen watchers of the nfl away from away from the side in your spare time so um what have you made of the season so far? Uh, I know Alex as a Colts fan, it's been a mixed season so far. The Philip Rivers ex experience has been has been ups and downs. But uh, how optimistic are you ahead of the second half of the season? Um, I mean, we've we've I reckon we've got one of the best offensive line in the in the league. So 
I mean, that's that's always a big bonus. That's what teams really want. It's very valuable to every team to have a good offensive line. Um, so I'm I'm hopeful we can at least get into the playoffs. Beyond that, though, I don't really know if Philip Rivers is the guy. But we'll uh, we'll we'll wait and see. Yeah, and and Reese, you're obviously a Chiefs fan, um, the defending champions. How have you made of them so far? Obviously, added Le'Veon Bell recently as well, so added a bit to their arsenal. Yeah, I can certainly say I've enjoyed the season because of it. Um, I believe since we started the season that we're going to go back to back, and I think the Steelers are the only real team that have got a shot at stopping us from winning the AFC. Um, I think I think they can do it because of the amount of starters they've brought back is basically the same roster that won it last time. So there's no reason that they can't go and do it again, especially with an eight and one record and Mahomes playing pretty well. <laughs> like, I, th- I don't I don't see a reason when I don't see a reason why we can't go back to back. Big ask, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, is there a is there a player or team so far that have surprised you guys in terms of how good they've been? I mean, I I can say first for me that's um, from what I'd heard. You know, I I hadn't heard overwhelmingly positive things about Justin Herbert coming into this, but uh, he's certainly kind of blown away my expectations um, and really helped looked made the Chargers look a better team than they were with Tyrod Taylor's quarterback so is there a player or team that's surprised you or blown away your expectations um reese um for me i think i've got to go with the dolphins here i didn't think that they were gonna do anything in regard to getting near a wild card spot i believe they're sitting at four and three at the moment and looking pretty looking in a pretty good position to get into the playoffs which is something that from last year from last year's nfl where everyone thought they were just the worst team in the nfl they've got like the number one scoring defense or something like that as well so brian flores has got in there turned it around and then Put him on a put him on a road to get to the um, to get to the playoffs, which is the first time that has happened for them in a few years now. Certainly, nothing I expected coming into the league. Yeah, and yeah. Alex, do you have a similar team or player that's kind of caught your eye? Um, I completely agree with uh, with you bringing up about Justin Herbert. Like he's, I like the games I've seen him play. He's played really well. But uh, in general, all the all the rookie QB class are playing pretty well, in my opinion, at the moment. Like you've got Burrow, who's balling out at the Bengals. You've got Tua, who's obviously doing well with the Dolphins when he doesn't necessarily have great players surrounding him. And it's the same with Justin Herbert as well. But um, I'm, I'm a betting man. And at the moment, I've got a uh, pretty large acre on uh, on on a couple of teams within their division. And uh, I think the Bills have surprised me. Like I didn't think they would do much, but I've got the Bills winning the division. So I hope they uh, hope they carry on doing doing what they're doing. Yeah, they uh, less the less said about last weekend the better, as as the, the Seahawks fan knows. Oh, yeah, um, it's, what, it's what happens yeah. when the Seahawks play a decent team and lose. No. Oh, don't don't even the the, the oh, don't even the Cardinals one was was heartbreaking. That was a heartbreaking loss a few weeks ago. Um, like I mean, flipping that question, is there a team or player that's I wouldn't say disappointed you, but you're you sort of feel they could have. They, you probably had high expectations for them, and they've not done so well. I mean, um, uh, yeah. goodness, I don't know. I mean, the easy one, I guess, for me would be it's it's very easy to go off last weekend, but the Buccaneers obviously didn't look that very good against the Saints. Um, but that's a very, I mean, that obviously you know that's recency bias. So that's just me going off last weekend. But Reese, what what do you 
think. Yeah, um, someone I thought would do a lot better than this season was uh, Drew Locke. I think he came on really well towards the end of last season. And he, I feel like he was primed to really prove himself as the Broncos starting quarterback. And I know he's dealt with an injury, um, but he just hasn't really looked too sharp other than in the last game or two um, where they went on that touchdown score and drive to beat the Chargers. Um I feel like he could have done a lot better, and I, I don't feel like it's worth ruling him out now, but I know there's a few trade rumours around um, that the Broncos possibly acquiring Sam Darnold at the end of the year if the Jets do go and draft Trevor Lawrence, um, which would be healthy competition. But I do like, I would like to see Drew Locke try and prove himself a little bit more. Yeah, Alex, I'll just throw you the same question, really. Is there anyone that's sort of not been as good as you, you thought they'd be coming into the season? The Patriots are looking terrible at the moment, which is really surprising for me because they've probably got the best, arguably the best head coach in football with Bill Belichick. They've got Cam Newton, who's uh, uh, like a seasoned veteran now, I think you could call him. So I am surprised that they're not doing uh, um, not doing great this year, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, that it's been it's been really weird to see the Patriots sort of struggle this year um, after all their years uh of being at the top um so especially i mean going off monday especially against the jets that was a rough a rough game to watch from their perspective as well um going ahead i mean just quickly pretty i mean obviously i mean the colts are hoping to get into playoffs we we fully expect the chiefs to get to the playoffs any predictions wise going forward is there a team that uh you think could make a deep run in the playoffs and then um yeah, before we, I mean, my final question will be talking about the Super Bowl. So, any predictions about any teams that could make a deep run in the playoffs that maybe they haven't in a long time, or maybe, you know, it's an unexpected one? Um, I'll go with Alex on this one. I personally think Pittsburgh are probably going to win the AFC. They're probably going to play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, and I think they're, they're going to be the Chiefs which may come as a surprise to people, but I think Pittsburgh probably looked like one of the best teams in, in the league at the moment. Well, that's not really music to Reese's ears, but uh, let's see. Yeah. I mean, do you have any, do you, do you view the Steelers as your biggest challenger at the moment? Oh, ab- absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm less scared by the Ravens than maybe I should be. Um, I, I feel like, I feel like they may do exactly what they've done the last few years and, play one game and lose it in the playoffs because that's that seems to be a pattern at the moment they haven't looked at quite as dominant as they were last year um a team that i think could go deep in the playoffs um I, i've got to go the dolphins again they've looked really good um two has won both the games he started um he's seems to have a affinity with the rest of the receivers on that team as well their defense is the best defense in the league statistically right now and they're only getting better as well. I understand that they're not in a great division where they're playing where they're playing not far from good opponents. But I feel like if they get to the playoffs, they could win a game or two, really, and do do like what the Titans did last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the Titans obviously got off to a very hot start as well. But I, I, I would, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on the Cardinals because I, I feel like Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. That's a deadly combo, and you've got Christian Kirk as well. You've got. Obviously, we'll see what happens with Kenyon Drake, but Chase Edmonds is a pretty good deputy. So they've got a pretty fair few offensive weapons. Uh, I, always, I, always, um, I always said before the season started, I said that if I was a better man, I'd have put a large bet on Kyler Murray winning the MVP. I just, had, I just had that feeling. Would you say? I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, who do you guys think are in that conversation right now? Because obviously, there's been a fair few performances that 
there's been a fair few players who started off well and then have kind of tailed off recently in the reverse as well. There's been players who had a slow start and now sort of getting into form. So who, who do you kind of put in that conversation at the moment? Um, Alex, do you, do you have, who do you have at the moment in your conversation there? Yeah, I completely agree with, uh, with Kyler Murray being in that conversation. I mean, before the Seahawks lost last weekend, I may have put like Russell Wilson in there maybe. Um, but I think a couple of the Packers players as well could be in there. Like Devontae Adams is balling out for me in fantasy. Whether that translates into, I don't know, actual on-field success, that's another thing. And like maybe Aaron Rodgers as well. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, and Reese, um similar. I mean, who's who do you reckon is in that conversation at the moment? I think there's probably about three people in the conversation currently, and I believe that to be... Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes. But I feel like the dark horses are absolutely um, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, and then Dalvin Cook as well. I think Dalvin Cook's having record seasons that a lot, of bit, but a lot of running backs haven't put up in years. And I think he's kind of going under the radar a little bit because of how bad the Vikings are. But if they start putting some wins together, I reckon he could get into that conversation at least, depending on how the rest of the candidates play. Yeah, I would have if the Titans had remained unbeaten, I would have had Derek Henry as well up there, but um they've sort of tailed off recently, so um but certainly his his performances were really impressive as well. Um so yeah, I mean moving we'll move the conversation back towards Warwick and close to home and talk about society a bit. Um you, you I mean Alex, you mentioned preseason. So what has training been like during this kind of strange time that we're in right now how how um how has it been in terms of how close is it to kind of normality i guess for you guys or what you you would have known as normality last year um i mean we haven't been training in full pads we've just been wearing helmets at the moment um we would usually train as a whole team so offense and defense but um uh, obviously, we can't do that with number restrictions with COVID and stuff. Um, so it has been a little bit different, yeah. Um, wiping down kit at the end of training session is very long as well, but it has to be done with COVID protocols. So, yeah, it's been it's been good to get back though. Even even a little bit of football is uh, is good. So, yeah, it's been it's been okay, I guess. Yeah, Reese, from your perspective, what has training sort of been like at the moment uh, I, I can tell you exactly what it's been like it's been stressful um <laughs> trying to get everything sorted into a point where it's all covid safe and me and all the price calls and stuff like that is uh it's not it's not easy but we we do it for the love of it i know a lot of the exec are going to be watching this so I'd, I'd love to say like this massive massive well done to the exec for actually getting it to a point where we can train and doing everything that we can there because a lot of the boys have put a lot of really hard work to get to that point um I've, I've just enjoyed being back, honestly. It's a degree of normality, but I mean, there's there's no other situation in our lives as the as the wolves where we can see like up to sixty people on each half, or what thirty on each half of the field at least, and they're all and they're it's as close to being normal as possible. So it's just nice to be out and training again. Yeah, yeah, and you, I mean, you, Alex sort of mentioned some of the measures you guys have been taking place. Obviously, you know. Um, a deep clean of equipment and um and all that kind of stuff so what have for those who you know don't know a whole lot about Warwick Wolves or don't know what kind of what kind of protocols are going on do you want to outline um how you you guys are keeping 
training safe and whatever you sort of had to adjust uh, during this time? Yeah, of course. Um, effectively, what we've had to do is we've had to split the pitch in half and then um, it'll be 30 people per half of the pitch um, that then can't come into close contact with one another. Uh, no contact is allowed, so we've been turning to playing like um, flag games instead of actually learning how to tackle, which is a little bit difficult with the rookies coming in um, because we're trying to teach them like techniques, but going, oh, well, in this point you'd hit someone or you'd try and move someone that way or do this or that, uh, but we can't actually practice that yet. Which is always, which was all a little, a little bit difficult in trying to teach technique. But um, we've been wiping everything down, making sure everyone stays socially distant. Our coaches stay in their own box almost, so they stay well away from us to try, basically just to try and prevent anything from going on. And um, it's worked so far, so we must be doing something right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, do you guys? because previously obviously there was the rule of six and and so that was that was sort of the thing uh, before obviously did these new restrictions so alex were you guys training in groups of six or small-sided groups like how did that work was it kind of was it more positional based training i guess than than previously or was it just um was or was it just like a group of six just training as normal um I believe it was like positional stuff. Like we always split off into positional groups. So it was handled that way, definitely. And it was restricted that in that sense. Um, but for, as far as I was concerned, like we would, we would just have 30 per side on the pitch. Um, but like we would, it was, there was, we would have like strict COVID screening forms. We would temperature test before training and everything. Um, and we also just stated a, uh, a rule about like no, no carpooling and stuff like that, just to keep the virus, uh, like keep the probability of the virus spreading across the team to a, to a minimum and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, of course. And um, obviously, it's uh, obviously a weird time for freshers as well when they come into uni. And I'm, I'm sure you guys have a fair few freshers on your team. So what, how have you been able to get them involved in obviously you know because there's you know there's very little face-to-face -face contact or at least outside of practice so how have you guys got how have you guys tried to kind of create a you know welcoming and friendly environment for freshers or i'll go to reese for this one oh i've got i've got to say to start aj's done a very good job because um he's uh communication sex so everything that goes out onto social media goes through him so the fact that we've got anyone turning up in the first place is is a testament to aj's work um I think a lot of the draw is, like I said earlier, it's like being able to come out and socialise. And although it's a sport and environment, there is obviously like a social element to it as well, of meeting new people and maybe exploring a little bit more about yourself as well. Um, with regard to that, it's almost a draw in itself of since we don't trial, we try our best to put out like a friendly environment where everyone's always welcome and no one will ever get turned away. If you want to come play for us, we'll happily take you. And that's something that the Wolves has always been built on and something that I'm very proud to be a part of. So I think I feel like a lot of people have stayed just because they liked us as opposed to like the sport sometimes. I know that was initially my decision, um, just because I like the team as opposed to liking the sport because I knew absolutely nothing about the sport. And I'm kind of hoping that that is uh, portrayed in what we've done so far as well. Yeah, I mean... Alex, seeming as you've done, even you as communication sec, what's it, what has it been like to kind of talking to freshers and all and all that throughout this, throughout this time, and in terms of just keeping them engaged throughout the with the with the team throughout throughout the first half of this time. 
I certainly think it's been a bit more difficult this year because uh, I'd say a large draw of our club is probably the social side of it as well, with like circling on a Wednesday and stuff like that. And obviously we can't do that. So a, a big draw of the club has kind of been uh, been lost. But I am, I am proud in the sense that uh, we have managed to like draw a lot of uh, pressures towards the team. And if it hadn't been for COVID, I think we would have maybe seen ref numbers joining the club this year but um yeah uh we we've we've tried up we we created a whatsapp page for the freshers as well um so that so even when they joined our like facebook page for like team for like team notifications and stuff like that and team announcements um they could talk amongst each other and i think that was a good way for for retention as well like people could talk to each other and get to know each other and they would be more yeah from from a very numbers from a very number side of things as well we've we've actually managed to stay pretty much dead on to the membership numbers we had last year and with this year as well i think that's i think we've done a really good job to get to that point um so i really do think it probably would have been pushing over 100 odd members had covid not happened but nothing we can do about that yeah and everyone everyone's in the same boat in terms of recruitment of, of freshers and stuff um uh you mentioned socials and obviously you know we we don't have many in-person socials um in terms of circling and pop and all that kind of stuff so what have i mean i guess i'll, I'll turn to alex on this what have you guys sort of done has there been a lot of online socials has there been a lot of group watch alongs what what is it kind of what have socials been like uh so far um well we we had a online social last week we were playing among us which was actually a collaboration social with north american society as well so it's good that we can kind of reach out to other clubs in that sense. And we did that across Zoom, which is pretty fun. Um, and then we, I believe we've got another social maybe tonight, which is like uh, like Zoom yoga or or something like that um, with the Wolverines, I think. And, the, and I think the devil's coming on it as well. So, yeah, it's good. Saturday, fella. Other societies as well. It's on Saturday, fella. <laughs> Oh, Saturday. Oh, there we go. There yeah. We lost track of the day, but, you know, yeah, quarantine does, does weird things to your mind. <laughs> it gives it gives people who time who watch this uh, time to get ready for it. I mean, exactly. Rather than have yeah, it tonight, yeah, you've got they've got a few days. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Reese. I mean, again, obviously, face to face socials, obviously like for any society regardless of you know sports team or not it's obviously a crucial part of how societies work so again um so was the kind of online socials has that been has that been a difficult thing to adapt to or has it kind of just been a case of just getting 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 with the times as they are at the yeah, moment I, just kind of adapting? I feel like it's because everyone's limited to that i feel like it hasn't really affected us too much purely because there's no other real options to explore other than the online socials. So I think irrespective of who you are and what society you're from, that's the only thing you can really offer. Um, so the social the social sex for us have put together a number of online events to try and help people get into the club and a little bit more um, in the social side as well as the sporting side as well, which is obviously, which is obviously a big drawing point for anyone coming to university. But um, I'm sure when this all does die down, eventually it'll get we'll get back to it, and it'll be doing be doing it all the same as ever. So, yeah, yeah. of course. And uh, I uh, obviously your your season must have changed a fair bit. Obviously, you can't do travel out to you know 
big to far far away universities to play matches so what has was the season how's the uh, fixtures in the season changed uh, i'll come back to you reese on this one how how's that changed from last year well in around i believe it was july or august we got a statement from the our governing body baffer to say that the season itself was going to be cancelled um in its usual sense so we weren't going to be playing our normal league um which is which is quite frustrating because it was something that was obviously prepared for year on year. Uh, by now, we have played half of our games as well, uh, but obviously times change. The current plan is to to have moved this season into January and to start it in January, and then obviously this is all COVID dependent, dependent on the situation at the time. But um, then to sort of sort of make it into like a almost like a friendly league around universities that are more central to us as an example like leicester birmingham coventry around there the ones that are more accessible to us for um, less far for us to go um at which point we can then play these people in like a sort of friendly environment and play for almost as like a cup at the end as opposed to promotional relegation i'm on mute there we go um yeah of course it it yeah it, i mean having when I talked to obviously ladies hockey last week, it was a similar thing. There was more fixtures with the universities kind of around them in this in this Midlands area. So, um, I mean, talk about you know talking about uh, you know the lack. So with the fewer fixtures, then Alex, what has that been? Do you, obviously, obviously, you guys miss it. I'm not going to ask you if you miss it or not because of course you do. But um, does it does it take the edge off practice in any way, or does it sort of then or does everyone come into practice going this is one of my few times to play on a weekly basis i'm going to give everything i got have you is there been a change in intensity of practice as a result or has it just been I, the same as usual i wouldn't say there's been a change in intensity uh per se but i know for like especially me and rita are in our third year now which could potentially be our final year at the university so it is just a bit uh it's, it's not great knowing that you may have played your last game for the Wolves already, I guess. It's a bit uh, disheartening, but we still turn up to practice and give it give it our all, like, uh, in the hopes that like, at some point we may actually still get to play a game this year. So we're still preparing, we're still like working hard, so yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for reminding you <laughs> uh, that it's your final year. Um, so has there been a someone uh, an, uh, you know, a player or an exec member that's really had a really good year in practice or has stood out in terms of off away from the field that um that you know that's yeah is that that's worth giving a shout out to uh reese on this one i feel like a lot of the guys have have really tried to adapt to this situation um because it's, it's a lot of it's really changing consistently on an almost daily basis as an example, like all of our all of our kit got moved out from the Westwood area, the Westwood area where we kept it and where we train and got shipped all the way over to Cryfield. We had absolutely no idea about it, um, which is now means that we've got to track all of our kit from Cryfield across to Westwood every training session. I think probably my shower, I'd have to go to my kit sex um, is Ollie and Archie just because they've worked so hard in getting the kit in to training and be and allowing us to train in any sort of circumstance, keeping us COVID safe and making really putting in that work to make sure it goes well. Yeah, yeah, of course. They, 
a lot of uh, yeah must be a bit of a fair bit of responsibilities in this time especially so yeah of course um uh i mean obviously with your season move to january obviously it's very hard to project kind of any any predictions or hopes for how the season's going to turn out but alex is there is there something you're looking forward to ahead of the season is there something that you're is there any hopes that you, that you have ahead of it um what what are your thoughts ahead of ahead of the season then when you guys do get play, I, I, I hope we have games full stop. And no matter who we play, I'm just going to look forward to just playing. Um, but I really hope we get to play Cov at some point, just because they're our, uh, our local rivals. And they, they beat us last time they played us. So it'd be nice to get some sort of uh, revenge on them, I guess. So, yeah, I think I'm going to look forward most most of all playing uh, Coventry at some point, hopefully. Yeah, Reese. Same question. What are you? What are you most looking forward to when the season comes back? I absolutely echo everything AJ's just said. <laughs> um, I'm I'm confident that anyone we play, we could beat them. Uh, we're we're a talented squad. Um, we're quite we're quite a deep squad as well. So we've got a lot of people that can play and will play with with a high high level of quality as well. Um, I just want first and foremost just want to play. Um, but then when we when we do play, obviously I want to win. We're a competitive team, <laughs> so fair enough. Yeah, of course. So, I yeah, it must be a bit of a a bit of a wait, a long wait. It feels like, but uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing what you guys do on the pitch. Um, we're gonna end with some some fun questions about about to get to know the team a bit, get to know you guys a bit. So um, I'm gonna start with a nice a nice one. I feel like um, the fastest player in the team. Who would you put in that category? Um, I feel like I feel like when I asked that, Alex, you had a few ideas off the bat. Who's the fastest player on the team? I mean, he's he's on he's on the show right now. Um, <laughs> he, no, he's not. He, he may be known. He, he's known as the quarterback of the Warwick Wolves. Uh, is myself obviously the fastest player in the team? Um, you know, the, the, you, you can you can ask me to prove it, and I'll do it any day of the week. Um, so yeah. I mean, there's 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 no necessary evidence for this, but uh, you know you can check out my huddle highlights and you can you can see that. Too, so. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's what I'd go for. Reese, you seem like you <laughs> Reese, did you have did um, you have someone else in mind, or do you do you absolutely, agree? absolutely, I do. <laughs> go for it. Um, um it's between. It's between Torres to prove it. I can't lie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you guys now have to. I, I feel like that's something you guys now really have to test it out to to get definitive winner on this. Yeah. Um, certainly, the gauntlet has been laid down now. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, is there who? I guess who's the most sort of organised person on the team? Do you reckon like someone like? Uh, yes. Who 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 do you guys would who would you put in that category? Is anyone that comes to uh, mind, Reese or oh, Alex? I, I mean, I, I'd probably have to give it to Reese. Like he is our president. He's kept everything. He's kept everything rolling. He's kept everything going on. So I mean, even in this difficult time of COVID, he's kept everything running smooth for the team. Even us as an exec, we don't have to worry about it too much because. Reese has just got it, got it unlocked. So I'd have to give it to Reese, definitely. 
Yeah, that sounds Reese. I mean, is, did you have anyone in mind, or you'll take it? You'll take it. Oh, Fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll certainly take that one. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, who who is the person most likely to arrive late to practices if there is someone that a repeat offender? Last line. <laughs> Definitely, definitely, Laszlo. He's a such he's a funny guy, and I love him. I love him to bits, but I'm, I'm yet to see him arrive on time. <laughs> yeah, we have a uh, we have a rookie this year called uh, Laszlo, who is a uh, post grad student, I believe, who plays O line from Hungary, and I always just see him running through the gates onto the field. So yeah, I'd probably back that up as well. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, do you ever sort of a class clown or someone? in the group someone a, a, a joker a comedian amongst you guys who pulls off the funniest jokes AJ, this is all yours mate um yeah there's definitely a few of them in the team i'm, I'm not gonna name any names now anyone but um there's definitely there's definitely more jokes to be had i guess in this uh this disheartening time so uh yeah yeah we have a good laugh on the field at the moment but of course, when it comes down to games, it's all, all serious, all serious. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, my final one in terms of the team stuff is uh, the person who, who controls the music before games. Who's the team DJ? Oh, Albert always it? brings an absolutely massive speaker. Always before game days, it, would, it absolutely shakes the walls the size of this speaker um yeah <laughs> he's always got it always got it with him always got it with him on game days and always plays always yeah, plays some yeah. absolutely huge tunes offense yeah, offense definitely bring the tunes. defense defense they're, they're lacking in the music department i would have to say <laughs> offense offense always bring the juice before game day okay so that's the there's the spark the spark and the, the team's more on the offensive front than the defensive front then in terms of music <laughs> um yeah, yeah fair enough uh i've got some questions now about i mean for you guys individually i guess so we'll start with um obviously we're all unable to go to pop at the moment but what's your favorite song to hear at pop um do you guys i mean reese do you have one we, we went through a phase between all of us of um consistently requesting pop smoke uh, never happened, but we, we're going to hold our breath in case it does. The amount of times the tweet from the, the tweet from the Wolves account going at Disco Dave play Welcome to the Party has gone out is uh, is truly astonishing. But it's a it's a movement started by yours truly, Alex James. So <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Now that I have control of the Twitter, pop, I'm going to put I'm going to put drill on the map in uh, in pop. Definitely, it's going to happen. <laughs> Oh man, just in between the ABBA and in between the take that, and then you have some drill in between. That, that would certainly, be that certainly would be, as a change of pace. Yeah, that would be something. Yeah. Um, going off that theme, do you guys have a favorite drink at T Bar or any of the campus uh, drinking outlets? Old classic double spice rum and coke. That's fantastic. Fair enough. That's your go to. Alex, do you have one? Uh, an athlete, so uh, tap water. <laughs> no, no, in T-Bar, any of the pitchers. Any of the pitchers. 
Oh wow! I was gonna, I was gonna, I mean, I was gonna say that's, yeah. That I was, I, I, my reaction was like, I mean, slightly dodgy, but fair enough. I get fair enough answer on this. Um, so I mean, you mentioned we talked about music. So, I mean, what's your individual kind of favorite music to listen to before games? Is it? I'm getting Alex. Is it? Is it drill before games? Is that what you listen it's always to? Drill. <laughs> At the moment, I'm really into. Uh, uh, Dutch of any, so uh, he would definitely be blasting through my ears before a game. Fair enough, Reese. What's your what's your music before a game? Uh, it doesn't matter because it will instantly be drowned out by the amount of drill that will be played. <laughs> now, to be fair, I do actually really like drill before games as well. So, yeah, goes off change rooms. Who That's knew? Who knew the Warwick Wolves team were also the Drill, Drill Appreciation Society? Uh, <laughs> that's something I've, I've learned today. Uh, do you, okay, so favorite, do you have a favorite place to eat outside of campus, sort of in Leamington, Coventry, in those areas? Is there a favorite place to go to, I to think, grab something? I think I, think oh, I speak for AJ when I say about him, how much he loves Wagon Mamas. Uh, he, he he really he really does go there a lot. To be fair, he absolutely loves it. Uh, I, I, I do, do I do as well. I'll go I I'll go I go with him. Wagamama's or Turtle Bay, absolutely. I bet you've been Turtle using that. You've been using and happy. Now it's good. So that you've been using their their takeaway. As, have you been ordering takeaway from both on a regular? Uh, not at the moment with the student loan situation, but we did actually go to Turtle Bay the night before lockdown came in to make use of. Because uh, me and me and Reese actually live in the same house, so we as a house we yeah, went to Turtle Bay. We're lucky enough, so six of the twelve exact live in the house that we're both in right now. So, so fair enough. So a lot of drill and a lot of trips to Turtle Bay. Then <laughs> you, you yeah, managed to yeah. explain most of That's our week. Of <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So um, is there do you guys have i mean we we talk about food is there a favorite is there like what's the perfect meal what's like if some if you if some if you had the choice of any food and they asked you what would you like i mean is it is it going to be am i going to hear welcome mamas is that going to be the answer no 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 so every single day two of my meals i will eat chicken broccoli and brown rice with a can of beans on the side with cheese on top that's all i eat so that's a perfect meal reese it's that you you seen you sounded like you'd seen a lot of that of that of that uh that uh, order honestly whenever i see aj in the kitchen I'm like, oh, what are you doing aj I'm, like, I'm boiling rice and i like, was oh, surprised <laughs> um for, for me i absolutely love cooking curries so it, it, yeah just enjoy eating a curry fair fair enough um uh favorite ice cream flavor mm. ben and jerry's cookie dough always slaps yeah that's one of those you can't go wrong with absolutely like yeah mm, it's a sticky one i'm probably gonna go for something a little bit rogue something a bit out there maybe raspberry ripple interesting okay fair enough I, i'm sure you i'm sure there'll be a fair few people who are watching who who, who love raspberry ripples. I don't feel like you. I feel like you're in a safe place here. 
<laughs> yeah, safe place here. Um, I got two more. So, is there a, a guilty pleasure movie that you have that you guys have um, as, a, as something you like? You you kind of watch every now and then. I love Twilight. <laughs> what? I didn't even know. Yeah. That. <laughs> it's a, it's a, what a trilogy, or is it a saga, whatever you would call it? it, it they're, they're all just phenomenal films. There we go. Uh, I mean, Reese, you're learning. You're learning some stuff on this. Oh on this yeah, show, it's, it's, that's new every day. Um, yeah, I I I love watching um, like the Harry Potters as well. It's, it's, it's maybe it's quite it's quite mainstream, but yeah, I, I do just quite like the Harry Potters. No, you, I mean, again, one of those. You you saw sort of, a crowd pleaser, I'd say a crowd pleaser, Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, finally, uh, if you had to pick a holiday destination, maybe I don't know if if someone if a if a benefactor came to Warwick Wolves and said, "Look, we'll 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 pay X amount of money to take you guys on a holiday or tour or something," where would you guys go? Where would you pick? West Ham Stadium, the London Stadium, absolutely. Would love to go there. Up the Irons. <laughs> Said in a Welsh accent, mate. Really well, really close. <laughs> um, surely it's a large one to a beefer, surely. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Surely. I feel like that, that one's, I mean, that one's slightly more pricey than a, than a trip to West Ham, I have to say. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or right. the den, which wall, you know, either one. Oh, mate, you can't do one and the other. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> that <is true. laughs> Stadium tour. Um, <laughs> on that note, um, guys, it's been great to have you both. Alex, Reese, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, this is a lot of fun. Um, and so, yeah, we can. Where can people find? I know we'll put the social media up, but where can, can people just find you? Via, via these ones or anything else to plug um, that's coming up? Um, you can find us all on there. Um, Facebook, if you're interested in joining the team, uh, search us up on Facebook. You'll find the Warwick Wolves Rookies 2020 slash 21 page. If you're interested in joining, playing for us, be a social member. We're, we're happy to accept everyone. Um, yeah, just go ahead and click that. I'll accept you into the group and uh, yeah, you'll see all of our updates about training, events, meetings, whatnot. So yeah, definitely get on that. There yeah, we just, go. Just I message feel... us if you want to come along. If you if you want to come along, we'll have you. There we go. Um, I feel like there's nothing else that needs to be said. So thank you both for joining me on this on this Raw Sport interview. Uh, we'll be back on Saturday talking about um, talking about England and our as they turn Ireland on. <laughs> and uh just go through go through the premier league season so far so uh, until then thank you uh, for watching and we will see you we will catch you in a little bit Better